When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. My name is Blue. Alongside of me is Joe Grande, and you are now tuned in to the greatest cannabis show on the planet. Yes, it is, because it's just you and I, buddy, and we're going to have a great time today. You know what? I, I kind of like it when it's just you and I, because we get to go back and forth and forth and back, and we have a lot of fun. Right? It makes it a little easier sometimes, because we're not waiting to see if the stoner that are so stoned and they think that it doesn't affect them are too stoned to talk. You know, <laughs> because yeah. as much as Mark and Craig think and act like, no, it doesn't affect you, Craig will have this stuck on stupid look at home no, he and he's like, uh, and he's like, and then we're like, are you going to say something? He's, and he's like, hey guys, I want to say something now. It's a blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh my God. Like, Out of left field, here he comes. Did you smoke? And, and he's smoking more than he's talking, that's for sure. Yeah, and then he's smoking this big old fat <laughs> joint and then Mark comes in, he's puffing away and then he just sits there and he's on his phone. He's just, so you never know when they're really going to chime in. So speaking of smoking, right? I mean, I heard you were smoking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I heard you were smoking some no, ass. No, no, seriously. Like, you know, I, I feel a lot of like, it's weird pressure, right, in the industry right now. And, and, and let me explain to you why. I was on a phone call on Clubhouse and we're sitting there listening and the, the everybody's like, what are you smoking on? You know, and it's like, we're, 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 I mean, it's the middle of the day, right? And and you know we're listening. I've heard chat. it in the morning time though too. I've yeah. been on the call no, no, in the morning. Yeah. Well, and, what are you actually, smoking on? It was a morning a morning show, and it's like, what are you smoking on? And it's like, you know, and, and at, at first I was like, I'm gonna lie and say smoking on something. Do you know what I'm saying? Because at the time I was OG smoking. Louis the Thirteenth. Yeah. Now what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. You know, <laughs> to 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 fit in almost. You know what I mean? And and I thought about it for a second. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna be straight up, like. Like no, nah, I'm 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 on my way to the gym. I, I'm just you know I just got done, uh, you know I'm eating a salad right now and I'm I'm chilling. You know, just what marinating, I mean? like, soaking in some game that you guys are talking about, and maybe try to add a little bit to it. Yeah, and it was like you're not smoking, you know, and I was like nah. And we're talking to full blown adults, you know, and so sometimes I I I, I wonder, 
you know, it's like I'm I, I'm not gonna do it no more. Like, and that's you know, I had a little episode of here in the office, you know, where I was like feeling like someone was pushing something on me recently, and I'm like, no, dude, I'm not I'm not taking you know anybody's anything because I don't want it. You know what I mean? If I want it, I'm gonna take it. You know what I mean? And, and that was a funny conversation. I was I was I was doing some work and I was ear hustling, going, wow, this well, is funny. I mean, but, but and you're I thought you were 100 percent on was I, Well, if I mean, not, I would have pulled you aside. Yeah. You'd be like, hey man, I thought that was a little rough, but. But uh, it was it's, so, to your point of so many people want to push anything. I don't care. Even if it's let's eat some tacos, I'm a food pusher on you. Yeah. And you've had to tell me, Joe, stop fucking trying to feed me on me. You literally said but, stop but, pushing food on me. Especially when I'm not trying to eat. Like I'm trying to I'm trying to lean I'm like, out. Okay. I'm trying to look yeah, feel yeah, healthy. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But, I but, kind of enjoyed it yesterday. You heard it? I was right here. It happened and I enjoyed it. You did. You enjoyed it. Was I yeah. right? He was actually on point with it. I thought he was 100%. You know, you, too. But here's the thing, though, is is because we're in cannabis and we have, you know, this this aura around us, everybody wants to give us stuff, right? And not only that, they want us to, to take it. And it's like... And you take know, it right now. And, and it's like, dude, try it, bro. It's the bomb. Just try it. Let me... And it's like, do you want a picture? Because I'll put it up to my mouth so they can get a picture, but but I don't want to hit it right now. And if, if that's what it is, you could take it back. No, 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 no. But you don't smoke? And I'm like, I do, but I do it my, at my own time. When I want to. Well... And and the funny thing is, is Joe Rogan, you know, did that skit on me, you know, years ago, and it was a national skit. I mean, he was traveling, doing it everywhere, and and it was about the Imperial Stars and my group and whatnot. Well, elaborate more so people understand when the Imperial so, Stars shut down the freeway. Right. So we did a publicity stunt in 2010, and we we took a tour bus, or a, like a you know like a U-Haul truck bus, a, a massive one, the biggest one we had, sticker wrapped it, and for homeless children, um, and and for my band, we were promoting for our band but we were also you know promoting homeless children like there's 1.5 million homeless children in the united states right now and no one's doing nothing about it you know what i mean like there, there's literally if you go down to los angeles in skid row there's Ugh. kids out there playing with their parents on skid row and it's like you know and don't get me wrong they try to uh you know go after the kids and throw them into shelters and things like that but there's just so many of these homeless kids and that number was done in like 2006 four, five, I, I want to say, uh, don't hold me to those, those years, but it hadn't been done in five years, the, the the numbers of how many kids are actually homeless, you know, in the United States, you know, and 1.5 million may not sound like a lot. No, it's a lot. But, but dude, if, if you haven't the done children. it since 2004, you haven't done any uh, census on it since 2004, you're looking at now it's 2010, and, and I don't even think they've done census on it since then, and now it's 2021, but, but the point was is that you know, I, I was I was doing that that stunt. I did a publicity stunt there, and and I raised awareness. I put up a hundred a hundred thousand dollars to the John Burton Foundation, Toys for Tots. We we spread it across a, a few different. Uh, um, uh, you know, foundations. foundations, right? And and it was great. They brought us out. We did touring with them and all that stuff. Worked with a lot of kids. We fed the homeless on Skid Row. We went down there um, w- with our bus. We 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 got it out of impound and we put it out there. And uh, we fed a bunch of homeless f- uh, folks out there. And uh, you know, did some reach reaching out to the community. But you know, the the point was is I I was at Joe Rogan's show, and he was you know, everybody's contacting me going, hey bro, like you know, Joe Rogan did a whole. 15 minute skit on you and i'm like 15 minute skit about the imperial stars traffic jam you right know? which is great and i'm like no way dude. i remember living in sherman oaks dog like I, it takes me to a time in my life like i knew exactly where i was living what yeah. i was doing when i seen this stunt on the free and i didn't even know you at the time right to where i was like i know exactly where i was at it was just funny yeah and and so and and, and it was it was a great time and and it was 
you know, honestly, I mean, we would be viral as all hell right now if we did it, right? I mean, it would it would definitely, and it was viral on the news. It was viral on YouTube. YouTube shut us down because they um, they thought it was being spammed. We should just do it again and just put Pitt out there with a Cannabis Talk 101 shirt. Let him wreck on his motorcycle well, one more time. Well, we talked about this. <laughs> hey, that's not funny. Well, Pitt, give me that look. There's actually law now written. It's called the Imperial Stars Act. Shut up. You, yes. got, you can't do that shit no more. No, huh? yeah, well, not me. Anybody, so, anybody, yeah. So because saying. before there was no law that that said that you, you can't do this you for a publicity stunt, or yeah, whatever. The only thing that I couldn't do, and which they tried to charge me with, was they tried to charge me with uh, kidnapping. They said you kidnapped two thousand people on the freeway, and so I was like kidnapping. And then my attorneys were like, "Wait Ooh, a minute, I didn't know they tried to throw that at oh, you." Oh, they tried to hit me with kidnapping, dude. They tried to tell me I was That's doing scary. Y- yeah, because like, yeah, I'm holding people minute. without their will, right? You can't just hold somebody without their people will. People against their will. What's that? Holding people against their will. You're yeah. like, just turn around and drive somewhere else. I ain't holding you. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's the thing. So there was nowhere for them to go, but there was one lane open and a fire lane. So we, when we when we parked the truck sideways and we and they kept asking, where's the driver? Who's the driver? What's up with the driver? Because they wanted to prosecute the driver because we, our, our defense was we weren't even driving the vehicle. We were in the back of the vehicle and we came out the roof because we cut a hole in the roof and we came out the roof and... And that's, you know, the, we, we didn't even drive it. We yeah. were just in the vehicle when it broke down. We got up and we started, started playing. playing. I have nowhere else to go. You know what I mean? Might as well play. Might as well play. So we, but that lane, that, that fire lane actually is what saved us because people were flowing through and, and our attorneys jumped right on that. But I mean, this was a long out case. Press was everywhere. I mean, it was, it was big, dude. I mean, I had interviews on everybody's shows. You know what I mean? It, it was it was live. I mean, Universal offered me a deal. You know, I, I explained to you that. That you didn't take. Yeah, I didn't take that deal. You know, <laughs> That he still kicks himself in the I ass I still for. kick myself every day for it. You know, um, it's 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 why I, I take massive action. When, when deals are on the table, I either take them or I don't, and I'm happy with my decision. But I don't I don't start trying to negotiate too much, you know. But but anyways, so Joe Rogan's doing this this event. And 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 I went to go see Joe Rogan, and and people were literally, we was here in Orange County, so this is our hometown, you know. And and I'm like, he's gonna do it, he's gonna do it, and so he does the skit. And as he's doing the skit, people are yelling, dude, like Imperial Stars, you know what I'm saying? Because we're from L.A. Orange County area, and so it's our hometown, you know what I mean? And they're like, yeah, like you know, people are like, you know, that's right, it's a hometown yeah. heroes, you know. And and Joe's doing it, and I'm sitting there going, dude, this is so amazing, right? I'm, you know, I got it on footage, and then afterwards he had a meet and greet. So I go to the back, and I go backstage, and I go, you know, that whole skit you did is is uh, me is my is me. I, I did that, and he was like, shut the fuck up. And I'm like, Joe, that was me. He was like, dude. He's like, let me tell you, man. He was like, you know, I hope you're not mad at my joke, right? Because it's a joke. I'm like, dude, I'm I'm not mad at you because he, he his joke is hilarious. I mean, it goes into how he's having sex with his wife. He hears our song on the radio. He he gets a he, he and all he could do is hear that song in his head. So he, and he and his thing goes, cramp. Oh, his thing goes oh. limp. his thing goes limp. So he, it, because that's the only song he could hear in oh. his head because it was all over the news. And then he's like, dude, my thing goes limp. And so I had to fake a cramp to my old lady. So that I, you know what I mean? Get the song out of my head. <laughs> to keep the song out of my head. So and I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? This is comedy. Like, I Just love great. it. Like, thank you. You know what I mean? He's like, no, I've been touring it all over. And I'm and he, and, and he had he had a joint in his hand. So I'm a cannabis guy. I'm like, dude, I, 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 dude, I've got some fucking amazing cannabis on me right now. And he's like, let me see it. And he opens it up and he smells it. He's like, wow, that smells f- fucking great. And I'm like, dope, man. Let's 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 roll this. And he's like, bro. 
<clears throat> I don't I don't smoke uh, other people's weed like like that. And I'm like, why? You know, like you don't sit like with you know. He says, you know, he said he said I'm I'm I just have this this thought that someone's gonna walk up one day and hand me a package joint that I think it's or a package sealed weed that I think is going to be just weed and I'm going to roll it up one day and I'm going to be driving down the street or I'm going to be in in you know at a fight or something and I'm going to smoke it and it's going to be laced with something and they're going to capture me being an idiot and I'm going to or I'm going to have some other drug in my system that I didn't know where it came from so I and I don't know how it was grown. It could look and smell amazing, but if it, it it was it organically grown, does it have chemicals in it? I just don't know enough about it. So I don't buy it. I only got one person that I work with that I buy it from. And I actually know that guy. And the funny thing is, is 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 uh, you know, when I'm I'm sitting there going, like, what? You don't smoke anybody else? He says, Man, I've had He ain't like Mark or Craig. No, take it from a homeless no, dude. Or they're guinea pigging. You know what I mean? And and so you know, that's why I, I have, I, honestly, I took a lot of that on, though, when, when he did that, because, you know. That's some good game, though, and some that's, good knowledge. That's it makes a lot game. of sense, although, and especially if he's only getting it from that one person and has been and knows that where there's growing and this and that, because it's really hard, though, to find out and be 100 on where anybody's weed's coming from, unless you see it being grown, well, cut, well, dried out, the whole nine. You got to see it to believe it. Well, going into that, just talking about this, even the licensed facilities, right? You had these licensed facilities that are in California, I'm not saying no names, that they went in there and they were doing an uh, inspection on their, on their plants. And all of their plants were good, right? All of them are good. But you know how they were rolling their joints? With their tongue. They were licking each joint, rolling it, and putting it in there, and, and packaging it. And it's like, bro, you guys are licking the joint? Every joint? You licked every single joint for the last 10,000 people that have, that have went on? And it's like, come on. You know what I mean? That's that's not right, man. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back. Let's go to the ladies. The ladies in the oh, house. Let's bring them on. That sounds great. We'll be right back. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing. And of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Welcome back. Now it's time for the Women of Cannabis Talk 101 with the skinny queen, Janae Alt, and Playboy Playmate, Christine Smith. Hi, and welcome to the Women in Cannabis Talk 101. I am Janae Alt, and you can follow me at J-E-N-A-E-A-L-T. And I'm Christine Smith. You can follow me on Christine's Fire. And you are... V-V-Vibin' with the Women of Cannabis Talk 101. So we have an exciting show for you today about women cannabis owners. Janae, are you a fellow women in cannabis? I am a fellow women in <laughs> cannabis. Both of us are. Got to make So, did you read the exciting article today on Leafly about how to start a cannabis business, Janae? I did. It had all of these tips about uh, all these different things that you should know and I actually took to heart a lot of the stuff that it said. I felt it connected to, with me um, with what's going on. Now, I have a question. So on that list, they had really 10 really good questions for any of you listeners who are out there who are wanting to get into cannabis also. Um, I've been in it five years. Uh, how long have you been in uh, cannabis, Janae? It feels like years and years ago <laughs> I started, like back when with Jesus, but it's only been four. <laughs> and then so the question number two was, which cannabis business model is right for me? Is it, like, is it best to go with the internet, social influencers, word of mouth, trade shows? What is your best, uh, what marketing has worked best for you so far, Janae? I, I truly believe in this day and age where we're at, if you're trying to get into the cannabis space, you have to form an alliance with other people that are in the space, but vibrating a little bit. Somebody might be have a distribution or somebody might have a huge following. You, you find an allowance to form a team. And I, that for me is what worked, you know, past working with high times and, you know, Cannabis Talk 101, it's, you know, you, you 
make sure that you form an alliance with people to grow that's how. Yeah, because I'm not sure if the listeners know, but you interviewed women for two years with High Times. So you really have some experience in cannabis when we talk about going back in time before Jesus. <laughs> you know what I found with interviewing all these women? It was um, a lot of them for the first time got to speak the truth, their truth, about what it felt like to finally smoke in public or to be honest about it and the fight and like how many things it's cured. Oh, it's magical, and that's what people don't understand. People think this is a green rush, but we really had to go through hell to, um, thank you so much, um, we really had to go through hell to, like, go through the licensing, and that's what uh, a lot of the listeners don't understand. Like, if you want to go to THC license, it's like, do you invest in someone that has a million? Do you white label? Like, what do you do? Like, you got to through, you got to really focus on all your options. And I think on number four, how do I build my team? So this was the most exciting question in this article to me on Leafly was, how do I build my team? Do we do it with friends? Do we do it with strangers? Because everyone I know in cannabis, they start out as friends. It's all buddy-buddy. And I see them at the trade show like, well, what happened to your company? Oh, it didn't work. We couldn't come to agreement. And we're like, God. So it almost seems like everyone who teams up in cannabis who brings their friends on, they can't come to an agreement. And the whole thing blows up. So it's almost like if you go into business with strangers, like, are we better off because you have to be professional all the time emotions kind of have to stay heated it's like what do you think Janae like on your team with skinny weed um is it mostly did you start out with like mostly friends family like just doctors like well starting out skinny weed was a very lonely place and it was a place a lonely skinny place <laughs> a lonely chubby place I was literally high as mother on uh edibles and the guy at the time that I was dating was uh, passed out, snoring, enjoying his dreamland. And I destroyed and ate everything in the kitchen to where I was standing there. I remember I literally screamed and I said to myself, why in the fuck can anybody ever make fucking anything that you eat, like not give you the munchies? And then I went, skinny weed <laughs> What if you take the appetite suppressant and you put it into the the soil and then the soil grows and then, oh my gosh, you smoke this weed and it, you don't have the munchies anymore. It was a beautiful stoner moment. And now, obviously, it's moved to a nanotechnology that now skinny weed is actually CBD hemp derived. But at the moment, it was definitely, I thought I was the stoner Einstein of our time. That's a perfect lead-in for question number five, which was for the listeners new to cannabis trying to start their own lines. How do I define a target market in cannabis? And so what I'm so I know what made me try and define um, my target market. So when I started cannabis, I mean, I had everything for sleep, for relief, uh, for pain. But I was like, what is my market? And I kind of noticed after all of these trade shows that the fitness world was more my market. Like stoners were like... Why do I want to smoke something to make me look weed, to make me lose weight? Like, that doesn't make sense. In the fitness world, they're like, oh, my God, I can get high and lose weight. This is the exciting thing ever. So what do you think your target market is? Uh, just everyone or everyone wanting well, to lose weight? Yeah, I think it comes down to, like, picking out an area, too, and um, finding out what your competitor would be. And Ooh, that's a really good point. Yeah, find out your competitor and kind of think how your competitor well, would me, think. Let me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's a good point. 
Yeah. So you find your competitor and someone that you you it's not like it's a competition. You use that as a learning platform to where you can better yourself and look and find in like uh, and invent yourself in new innovative ways. And I think from there and then from the genre of, you know, what is your target? Like what is your prog your product do? Like, you know, a functionality or, is you know, where does it fall? And for me, Skinny Weed is about, you know, health and wellness and, and fitness. Mm-hmm. So that's where mine fell. And I, I'm still, and we are, we're, we're going for the skinny game. We're getting people on the cannabinoid space. I know the next question is for people getting into cannabis is what do I need to get my cannabis business started? And we, I know with you and I going around to dispensaries, we met so many people that literally mortgaged, mortgaged their home for this dispensary. And we know people, they take on these huge investors and none of them really know much about cannabis and every, everyone's trying to make the biggest decision. So I think for everyone out there getting into new cannabis and what I've seen, start smaller, like start smaller or grow naturally because the biggest thing I've seen is people especially too they expand too big they go to a trade show they have you know 100,000 in orders like they can't even get get you know that many pens that quick you know and the whole thing falls apart so I think uh, my advice um, from reading this article in Leafly is start small expand naturally what do you think Janae? Well, I definitely think that you always should start small and no matter what you do, because, you know, every dollar to down to every penny counts. And I think, you know, um, the most important thing is, you know, you got to look at what what the majority of the note of the licensees is. Right. And where we're at and what we're doing. And um, yeah. Yeah, and like from people starting out, it's like, do you have kind of the same, uh, similar to the last question, but uh, do we have the re- the financial resources I need to start my cannabis business? No, I know I got lucky. Like it was fate. I met my business partner. I didn't know a thing about his resources. Uh, he's just like, hey, I have an office and a label maker. I'm like, sold. That's all I need. <laughs> like, when can I start? And then I found out he was very wealthy, but I personally saw every time these laws changed, it's wiping out these smaller companies because the box law changed, you know, the box laws change. Everyone has to ship all of their product back, have the boxes redone, ship back out. This can small out, this can wipe out a lot of smaller companies really easy. And so Janae, have you had any problems? I guess because you're, you're hemp, so you're probably different than my problems with the THC line, but you did have a, get it federally trademarked. So that had to be difficult. Yeah, no, that whole game till this day, you know, you're you're constantly um, policing it. And I think that's one of the most important things with starting a business in the cannabis space is um, you have to be your own boss and your own protector because the cannabis space, everybody is trying to get at. They think it's like back in the day with the gold rush. And now it's the green rush. So any way that anybody can jump on that bandwagon and steal from you and try to get to the top because that's the only way we are rising. I'm telling you, police your shit. Make sure that you at least once a week with your trademarks, you are looking at the, you know, trademark office. You are checking it to make sure everything is active. And you're, you know, you always do your Google searches. And in Instagram... If you put up your hashtags, um, hashtag your name or your even put like your not only for your business, like because I noticed this article didn't really get that much on the social media tip. 
And I really feel it's important as a brand that you just not only have like your names, but you have down your message and what your tag and hashtags are for all your social medias. Because social media right now is king. It's, it's the only thing that we can vibrate on. And you got to know which channels you can work with with uh, cannabis. So definitely know your police, your trademarks that you get. And maybe know your hashtags. Yeah, that social media being so important was a perfect tie into the next question in this article in Leafly was how do I guarantee my cannabis business success? And uh, and this is a two-part question because I thought about this and what do I consider success with my company? It's not, hey, you know, we earned, you know, extra 100000 a year. It's, hey, every single person that, that buys my pen will know it'll start, it'll work from start to finish. It's not going to make them sick, medical grade glass, stuff like that. So I think being known as a, a company that really cares and is honest and, uh, you know, just trustworthy. So I think being known as that as a brand is what I would can what I would consider myself as a success the most as a brand. Over um, what do you consider um, most successful for your company, Janae? Well, I I think not even just you know because I'm a new company still, so I'm learning, and I mean, and we're successful because I know how to like market, and I know how to get myself in the mainstream. But you got to really think about negotiating. And you got to negotiate low, lower pr- product costs than any of your competitors. That's how Walmart and Amazon deliver low prices, and cannabis has no exception. Well, that's a really good point because how do all these for the listeners? How do all these smaller companies keep up with the cannabis, with the the WalMarts in the world who can order, you know, hemp oil in huge bulks, and the smaller ones are still paying like the per liter thing? That's where like a quality, word of mouth, and honesty and brand, I guess, is really going to go hand to hand. And I love that a lot of the dispensaries that you and I have gone around to will say, "Hey, we don't want to carry these brands that can afford to pay us to keep it on shelves. We want to keep ourselves our shelves free." for the companies that can't afford to pay, which is really awesome. That's what I love. One of the most uh, things about people in cannabis is their integrity and how much we really want to help the smaller guy. Oh, that's wonderful. You have to. So let's see, number nine, how will future, and this is what I'm most excited about for multiple reasons, this article in Leafly, how will future cannabis legalization measures impact my business? And and this is the same thing as... the. With the laws change, you know, uh, we can, the smallest little thing can wipe out these smaller companies and we have to band together. And I love that a lot of these smaller companies are starting to do that. You know, chocolate brands are teaming up with weed brands. You know, we're all doing the whole scratch our back, scratch yours. So speaking of scratching our back and scratching yours, do you have any shout outs, Wonder Woman of the Day? Uh, Wonder Woman of the Day, I do. It is definitely just herself, Mary Jane, up there. I have to give it to you because it's been a a hard couple weeks. I had some stuff, and you know what? Without good old Mary Jane, I wouldn't have been able to make it. So you know what? So your Wonder Woman of the Year is Mary Jane, the actual flower. Yeah, I think that she's an actual human that I have uh, literally reincarnated, and I am her. So I'm actually giving the Wonder Woman of the Day award to myself. <laughs> there you go. I, didn't I even applaud that. that. Why did you have to b- <laughs> blow it, Christine? <laughs> blow it like sexy weed smoke. <laughs> I was actually giving it to myself. You know what? God is good. Hey, you got to toot your own horn, blow in your old smoke sometimes. I guess so. There's nothing wrong with blowing smoke up someone's butt as long as it's weed. <laughs> hey, on, on that note, back to you, Blue. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Women of Cannabis Talk 101. 
with the skinny queen Janae Alt and Playboy Playmate Christine Smith. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Take a hit, get lit. And call Mark Wasserman. It's 562. Can- <laughs> <laughs> it's Cannabis Talk 101, man. We're back. And uh, listen, Let's Joe- really give out Mark's number right now. Want to- <laughs> oh, man. You know why? The only reason I wouldn't do it is because it lives there. You know what I mean? We'd actually have to probably have to take down the show at one point. Way. You know what? If we just had started having people randomly text them, though. And just be like, text him. It would ruin his whole. Waslaw. He would hit eight 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 Waslaw. But no, not that one. But we're talking about his cell phone. I like, want to give, give out his cell phone. How many people? You know what? If you call us and leave us a message on the one 1980 line. What's that number again? One 1980 If you call and ask for Mark's number, I'll call and say, I'll give it to you. If you call and ask for Mark's cell yeah. phone number, yeah. I will call and give it to you. And you know what? Here's the thing. Don't abuse it. But just send him some random text like, hey, man, I love your show. Uh, and I, he'd like it. He and, might and even then, respond And then to when it. he asks, where'd you get my number? Just tell him, I got it on Cannabis Talk 101. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, we just want to thank everybody that helps make this show so great. Pitt, Peanut, Jennifer, Elvis, Erica, Priscilla, Abel, Brandon. We really appreciate you guys. And Blue, I wanted to get into a little Go Green right Let's here. Let's do it. Because Leafly and Jane are partnering up to build a better online cannabis shopping experience. Now, these two giants of the cannabis industry are announcing a partnership to create an improved retail experience for consumers and dispensaries alike. Though this partnership, Leafly and Jane's Technology Solutions, will offer dispensaries powerful tools to sync online e-commerce with in-store inventory. Now, sometimes... That is sorely lacking in the cannabis world. Like, they don't have, like, the Amazon feel or the Costco feel or, you know, they just don't have that real big 
organized feel in the cannabis game, even on weed maps, you don't know what's really at the store you're going to. Right. So a handful of different apps report, you know, to show the inventory of local dispensaries and often do not line up, though, with the store's real-time inventory. What is more, sometimes other dispensaries have different ways of listing the same product. So you may call a pre-roll this, but it's really called that. You may think it's called, oh, you know, it's, it's Redwood Reserves and it's only Redwood. Oh, we took out the reserves. For instance, you know what I mean? I'm just throwing out some random names out there like that. Yeah. So Leafly and Jane's, they're partnering up to seek to solve the pain on both sides of the counter. Jane's technology enables dispensaries to build a modern e-commerce platform through automation and machine learning. Now, Jane's technology will soon be built into Leafly's menu. Jane and Leafly have deep inroads into the cannabis world. Jane's solutions powered over 17 million orders and $2 billion in cannabis sales. Over 1,800 dispensaries and brands use Jane's technology. Likewise, in 2020, more than 4,500 cannabis retailers use Leafly's platform. And the company saw 120 million visitors in its online marketplace. So right now, in early 2021, there isn't, like I just said, the Amazon of weed, right? There's not the Shopify of weed. And it's for several reasons, because A... You can't buy cannabis online, folks. So, and if you're doing it, it's fucking 100% illegal. You can't buy it with a credit card online. You can order it, you can go pick it up, and then you can pay face-to-face transaction. Sure. That's the only way that it's legal. Now, you say, oh, I ordered it online and they delivered it to me. Yes, but when you pay, it's face-to-face transaction. You cannot pay online and let it go through those rails that you've heard us talk about. Which which we just just recently talked about, yeah, the lawsuit yeah. that he just took. Which was, what Ease company it. was that? Ease. Ease. So, so, for instance, you guys, Craig stopped me from talking about that. Ease was out there. What, when you're saying, you're probably listening, going, what do you mean? I ordered from Ease and I paid online. Yeah. Ease did that, and they Ease is a marketing company. Ease took the money in online as a marketing company and then paid the dispensary or the delivery service. They paid them. But now what happened, they got hit for, what, $100 million? $100 million Ease, and and Ease took the deal said, no problem, I'll pay it. Because that's how much paper they were putting on it and making on mm. everything else they were doing. You know, me being in that processing business when it started, we were like, how the hell are they doing this? And I went and looked it up and figured it all out. There were that. And once again, I was saying to everybody going, it's illegal, folks, what they're doing. And Ease had billboards in the Bay Area off the fucking Golden Gate. And here in Cali, I mean, down the street from our shop, they've got got them too. I mean, this is, and here's the the beauty of it, right, is is this, is that uh, there's a company, HCMC, that's in a lawsuit with Philip Morris right now. And the question was, did you use our technology, our patents in our in our pins? And the answer is yes. However, and it's been proven. They've pulled it out. They've but they made it up themselves. But but they they remade the, the exact same right. Thing. They, I did yeah. it myself. But yeah. yes, I used that technology. But I created it. Right. And then their 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 blame is well, we had a guy that came in and and basically built it and said it was ours and we didn't know, right? So the he's the he's the fall guy. But but everybody knew. But the the, the, the which happens part, a lot in all these pins and shit like that. Like, there's only so many fucking ways you can do it. Right. But HCMC is suing them for one uh, one point six billion dollars. Now the question is, is this? So everybody's like, oh, they're gonna get that money, right? But the real question, I think, turns around and goes, I don't know that they're gonna get the money. What really happens is they just go, we'll buy you out, right? And so like with ease, they just took the. They said, you know what? We'll just take that because we made that. 
And if they made that, that's cool. And if they didn't, they still had $100 million to dish out. I mean, you know. And probably no jail time, cool, no nothing. Yeah, take I mean, the money. Yeah. And that's the irony of, of big business, though. And, and it's happening. You know, and it's none of us on this small level. We, well, we, it's we going out got... with the black market dispensary. Same kind of concept. They're popping up. They make the sale. They get busted. They shut down. Cool. I'm popping up another one. It's that gangster mentality. It's a federal, it's a federal thing, though. I mean, that's and that's why. Especially you... when they do it online like that. That's well, the federal stuff. So my point behind what these companies are doing, Leafly, and Jane's technology, it's long overdue in my book. This type of technology and stuff needed to be, should be, and then the the pros and cons. So I'm going to give you the pros. The pros are it needs to happen, it needs to work, because why? Because when you're using these POS systems at a dispensary, you should be able to translate that on your website, online, and everybody should have access to that to see what you have in stock live now, right? For instance, like when you're going to the fucking Costco and you're going to go order something, when you're going to go order something from Amazon, granted that's going to be delivered to you, but when you go to a store and you're ordering something from a normal company that's a normal store... Right. They should have what you have on the shelf right now yeah. because that skew should be able to translate to my website when I sell it. Now it's gone off my website. Yeah. So that type of stuff should be there, right? The flip con is now Jane's technology and Leafly, now they're going to say, well, if you're using the Leafly POS, we're going to be working with you perfectly. What happens if I'm using another POS That's that exactly. my company is? So there's the con of... Well, my shit's not working with Jane's technology. Right. Well, now you got to get hip to it because well, these are the two kind of big powerhouses of POS systems and this and that. And there's a ton of other POS systems out sure, there. Sure, you can use all kinds of them. But the one, the one thought I think is is that does it drive the whole market towards them? I mean, it's a brilliant play. It really is. I mean, because and cause, it does because everybody starts saying, "Well, let's just get on their platform because it's going to be easy." Or the POS systems create it to where your POS system needs to work hand in hand better with your stock inventory and work better with the weed maps with that so even weed maps needs to get involved because in my book weed maps is kind of the bible of you know going somewhere you're shopping you're out of town you're this and that they've been known to put a lot of fake dispensaries up that are illegal this and that but still if you're gonna do it they're the ones to be also partnered up with to where that technology goes hand in hand and all works together right so you're gonna need what that means is a pos system which for those who don't know that's like you know you're, you're doing your own inventory within your system your stock right my POS system for my company will track what I have on the shelves. And then I'm going to have my online. So my POS needs to work with my online website. Right. And then it also needs to work with another big company's website or all of the big companies' website because you don't want to cut yourself short, which then goes, well, what technology is that? Because is Weedmaps going to use this one, that one, this, you know? Yeah, no, it becomes a crazy fucking scenario. I'm just glad that these two, Leafly and Jane, they're going to make a lot of money and do things right and, you know, like I say, the pro is it's going to be done right and you're going to be able to go to a store and know what's there. But the bad is for other companies, I'm saying bad for the other companies that are the other POS systems and the other tracking systems. Right. These two are going to be the leaders now. Well, you know, I, I think it's it's going to create um, them to either one tether with them, figure out how to interlink with theirs, because that would be the most intelligent thing to do to not lose their. And but but how many of them are going to be a race to be great and to get it done? Because and the, just getting it done, that key term right there, get it done, folks. Yeah. yeah no matter what, just get, get it, it done. done. Yeah. Because when you look online, when I go to your website, when I'm on Weed Maps, I mean, really, the get it done is. 
from your POS to your website and being able to show your live inventory, which a lot of companies' websites, they don't do that. Well, if you go to a dispensary website, they don't have, in this store, we have this. It goes back to that saying, right? It's like it's a saying this. It's like, oh, dude, you're lucky, man. You guys got cannabis talk. You've done, you've traveled the world. And I'm like, yeah, lucky that I worked really hard. You know what I mean? I'm lucky that I've been working really hard for years. You know right. what I mean? And I'm lucky that I've, I've been working my ass off. You know, it's not that you're lucky. It's that you worked and you got it done. And get it done, folks. And that's who's going green. I'm Joe Grande, and I love you. There it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We want to thank you for joining our show. And don't forget, if you want Mark Wasserman's number, it's 1-800-420-1980. Leave a message, and we're going to text you his phone number. We really guys. will. Watch order, play a voicemail. I'm sure so, someone's going to do Don't it. forget to leave your number. Uh, it's Cannabis Talk 101. We want to thank you guys, and we love you. Peace. Late. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.